This is a podcast from Minute Media. We are officially back. This is the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals Show. I am your host, Josh Miller, and this is all brought to you by FanSided.com. A gigantic day in free agency as the offseason finally kicks off. A lot of eyes going around the league. A lot of eyes going around Cincinnati. A lot of eyes going around what's happening in the AFC with the quarterback quarterback situation. A lot of eyes going around Aaron Rodgers. A lot of eyes going around the combine. A lot of eyes going around the Bearcats. And today, I decided to bring on my favorite guest. He comes on all the time. He has me on his show all the time. He is the big teddy bear of the Bengals community, as I must say. Gives the greatest hugs. That man is Jeff A. Trenable, Strawberry Ice, at Jeff A. Trenable on Twitter. Jeff, how the hell are you doing, man? You're kind of scaring me there with a little little hug, so I mean, maybe I'll, I'll stop hugging you now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What's going on, Josh? How are you, buddy? Dude, you'll never stop hugging me. You know, you know you love these, you know you love these big arms around you. <laughs> Jeff, my goodness. I mean, like, I, I can't even take a week off just to just to settle myself, but the, the, the news is flying around today all over Twitter. Uh, let's start out with obviously let's start out with the Bengals going ahead and franchising uh franchise tagging Jesse Bates. So yep. I mean, obviously, both you and I agreed that we would much rather see a long-term deal get done, which can still happen this yep. offseason. Let's yeah, all until let's July 15th. Or, yep. But for the foreseeable future, right now, Jesse Bates is a part of the Cincinnati Bengals for next year. Right. Uh, Jeff, so give me your reaction when you the first news came out about the franchise tag. I, I was I was disappointed, but I wasn't shocked. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we figured it might happen. And I kind of started looking into it as to uh, people keep asking, like, why is this taking so long? What is the hang up? And I started kind of trying to take a little deeper dive into it, trying to think of future contracts, future or just contracts for this year, or what the Bengals are, are trying to do. And personally, this is kind of what I've come up with. I think they have it, the basis of the salary down. They got to mm-hmm. come up with, with the nuts and bolts of it. But I think it also depends on what they allot for free agency because you and me both want them to fix the, the line in free agency off the line, which sure. it could be Ryan Jensen, could be Larry Tunzel, could be, you know, names like Armstead. There are a whole bunch of guys we've talked about every single one of them until we're blue in the face. I think they're at least signed two of those guys. So you got to allocate that money. Then you have to allocate, hopefully, money to sign either. uh, Hopefully, both of them, Jesse Bates or Larry Ogunjobi. Hopefully, both of them. Then you have your draft picks. And then the big elephant in the room, as you know today, Aaron Rodgers supposedly signed a $200 million contract. $200 million. And Jackpot Joey Burrow is going to be up for a contract here in about two years. So is... Well, T. Higgins gonna be up next year, after yep. next year, go through this year, and then Jamar Chase. So that in the back of their mind is there too, and I think all of that combined is how they're trying to figure out how to structure all this. I think they're trying to keep as much, especially the offensive side of the ball, as much talent as they can for as long as they can here in Cincinnati. So that's a long, convoluted thing of why I think what's been some of the holdups with the Jesse Bates contract. Yep. Do you think that the Bengals went to him and said, hey, listen, we have a really, really good shot to come back to the Super Bowl next year. But in order for us to really add the talent pieces that we need to on offense, we're not going to be able to sign you to your long term deal this year. Not saying that it's going to get, you know, eventually get done, because obviously both you and I both think it's Mm -hmm. going to eventually get done. Uh, do do you think they were just kind of like, listen, like this is what we can do? Because honestly, this is something that is kind of out of the Bengals' wheelhouse for as much difference as they've had over the past two years in terms of free agency and signing guys. One thing that they have very specifically done is 
their top superstar guys they have signed to long-term deals in their second round of contracts. But obviously they didn't with Jesse Bates. Do you think that that had something to play uh, well, with this contract situation? Also, another thing you have to think of, and, and, and this goes to breaking down Bengal, Bengal oddities of, of the old Bengals, of how they used to do stuff. Sure. And they still might do stuff. They don't typically spend a lot of money on safeties, and they don't typically spend a lot of money on guards. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to yep. this year. They have to spend money on a safe. They have to keep Jesse Bates. He, he's 25 years old. He's 25. 25. <laughs> he's in the prime of his career. Definition is, of prime. Yes, he is arguably the best, one of the best safeties in the league. He had mm-hmm. a hell of a playoff run. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for Jesse Bates, the Bengals don't make it to the playoffs. I mean, he's not the only reason, but he's a big reason that, that, right. they, that they made it. They have to sign him. But they, again, they don't pay money for for the, for safety. So I think this is also kind of a hard thing for them to try to get over the hump. Now, like I said, they have to sign a, a guard. They got to find at least one. Mm-hmm. And and to me, if they get over the hump of signing a guard and they allocate that money for a guard and tackle center, whatever they do, then they have a better shot of figuring out how much money they can allocate for Jesse Bates. You know, of, okay, yeah. this is how much money we got. We want to go back to the Super Bowl and we want you in the fold. But we want it, and, and not necessarily as a team-friendly deal, but just a, a friendly deal for both of them. So sure. that's where I think there's a lot of balls in the air of where they're there's trying a lot of what in the out. air balls. There's a lot of balls in the air. A lot of balls. Do you do you think that Jesse Bates is not not average, but a little to above average to pretty good play during the regular season? Do you think that gave the Bengals front office a little bit of hesitancy? I don't know if it gave him a little bit of hesitancy, but it gave them something to hold against him. Mm. I mean, just just sure. say okay, sure, you know, yeah, you know, some reason to say, all right, well, you, which Jesse came out and said he doesn't have to be the doesn't want to be or ha- I won't say want to be doesn't have to be the highest paid safety in the league. I will put it that right. way. But as a a business perspective, any chance you had to say, all right, well, you know, we asked you to go out and prove it, and you didn't. I mean, which in the playoffs he did. Playoffs playoff Bates was. Pro Bowl Bates was all that. And that's the that Jesse Bates has never made a Pro Bowl, which I think is ridiculous. I think yeah. maybe not this year, but 2020, he should have made the Pro Bowl for sure. Sure, sure. So those are things that from a business perspective, they can use against him, which I'm sorry, if you're running a business, they should. You know, that's yeah. what I would do. You're trying to get you're trying to get this guy, not necessarily cheap, but for the best price that you can get him that he's he's happy with and you're happy with. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And Charles, what's going on, brother? Charles, my guy, uh, Charles Simmons, always very engaging on Twitter and very engaging during the podcast. Love having him uh, watch. If you are watching this stream uh, through Twitter, you can head on over to my YouTube channel and you can engage in the conversation, add questions. We love hearing from the audience and uh, give us your takes. Tell us when you're right and tell us when you're wrong. So, again, lot, lots lots happening. And there goes my light. Uh, a lot's happening in the uh, free agency uh, pool and I, I want to go back to another rumor that's been floating around. Let's stick with the Bengals here for a, a little bit. Another rumor that's been floating around is some tight end that doesn't want to be named, I guess, has his agent has shown incredible interest in playing with the Bengals. Now, a lot of Gronkowski has been thrown around a lot. It's been thrown around a lot. And now you and I, you know, we kind of got back and forth about our tight end room. Do you think it could be anybody else besides Gronkowski talking? Oh, for or, what I heard, it is somebody else other, and it wasn't Gronkowski. But they didn't you, say who. Who was? I, 
I saw I saw one that uh, would not shock me would be Zach Ertz, which I would love to have Zach Ertz, but he's more I feel like a CJ Uzama type of guy, which is Mm -hmm. kind of a midfield down the field type of guy, which is Mm -hmm. not exactly what we're looking for. What we're looking for is a red zone threat. Right. Exactly. And and, uh, the thing I I said this on my show last week, what's up, Crip? Long time no see. Um, That I keep looking at it this way. Those we had Gronkowski come out and say that he wants to play for Joe Burrow. We had this agent come out and said he wants his tight end to play for the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Sure. There's other players that are coming out and saying it that want to come here and play. And to me, that's the more exciting thing about it. Not necessarily it's Gronkowski. And if they get Gronkowski, great. If they if they get this other guy, whoever it is, great. That's awesome. We, we do need to to, to upgrade the, the tight end position. Mm-hmm. But the more the the bigger part of the story is how many of other guys have went to their agents and say, I'm gonna go play with them. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go block for that guy. I wanna I wanna go catch a pass. From that guy, you know, that yep. that's more of the entry part for me. Uh, as yep. Who else is saying that? Mm, right. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I both talked about this. It's like you're 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 going to see, especially this year, more than any other year, that team uh, players are going to want to come play for the Bengals and they're going to want to come block for Joe Burrow and they're going to want to come play in a, you know, in a division where, you know, you got you have the Baltimore Ravens who are going to be tough. But I mean, it's the other two, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, which. So funny that they just lost two of their QB prospects, which oh, I thought did, they did, could get one. Did you did you see the uh, the tweets out today that uh, they had Andy Dalton in a, in a Squealers uniform? Yeah, I did not see that. I'm uh-huh. I good for it. You know what? Good for Andy. Good for Andy <laughs> that he could find. It. And you know what? That's that's fine. That's all right. But I mean, what it wasn't him or a Steelers. It was Squealers. It was just I don't know yeah. some random person on yeah. on Twitter did it, and I'm like, hmm, that would mm-hmm. be interesting. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and except for the Chiefs, the Bengals don't really have to go through the AFC West, which is going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, again, it, it goes back to why wouldn't you want to come play here? I mean, this team, which, again, had with all of its flaws, still made the Super Bowl, which is incredible. Uh, right. But being said, why wouldn't you want to come play? Yeah, and I'm kind of hoping, you know, we had this conversation on my show earlier uh, tonight that – uh there's a lot of talk about Ryan Jensen coming here. And now there's some talk that the squealers and the rappers are getting into it and they might be raising his price from, you know, 13 million to 15 million per year. Sure. And that might, mm-hmm. you know, might price out the Bengals. But if you are in your, for him, I think it would be his third contract and you've already won a ring and the Bengals offer you 13 and squares offer you 15. When you pick the Bengals over them, I mean, is is that is it three million? Is it that? I mean, as much money as you made already is. I don't know. know. That's kind of where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, it's about the dough, the ray, and the meat. I mean, you know, these these players aren't playing for free here. You and we got to remember they got families and they got to remember that they're thinking of their life after football too. You know, an extra two million years. Yeah. Gonna be huge. I mean, but, I, I would never, I would never felt fault an NFL player for taking as much money as sure. you did, especially all right. the time because they had the shortest career. So good, right? So, but that being said, I think at some point the Bengals have to stop getting beat in free agency by the price. Eventually, they're going to have to lock into a guy and say we are going to pay the highest out of any out of any other team. Ryan Jensen, it there like 
that he could be one of those guys that we could do that with. Uh, Taron Armstead, that's another guy we can do that with. Laramie Tunzel, another guy we can do that. We got to stop getting beat out so much because well, we, we've thanks. we've had that happen, and, and we're very smart with our money. There's a reason why we're forty million under the cap, mm-hmm. and there's a reason why we have a lot of a room of movement. Mm-hmm. But now it's time to get these guys. They'll finally get these guys, pay that top dollar, and shape up this offensive line. No, I, I agree with you to to a certain extent. Um, yeah, if you if what I don't want them to do is spend all their money on one guy. Sure. You know, I want, right. I would love to get three. And this is kind of the new thing I was, I've been, I've thrown out there today is because of the thing with, with Ryan Jensen, you know, that they, he might get outpriced. He might be outpriced for the Bengals now. Sure. All right. Let's say you have Trey Hopkins at center. Mm-hmm. Now, Trey Hopkins, say what you want about him. He came back from a torn ACL last year and he did a, an adequate job, an okay job, not a great job. Not an okay job. He's never played on a great offensive line. He's never had two really good guards on mm-hmm. either side of him. Right. What if he gets two? What if you get two of these other guards that you can get for between nine and ten million dollars on either side of them, and then mm-hmm. you can go get a right tackle like uh, Brown or Mo- Moses, mm-hmm. and for and it it would be cheaper than putting all your money on Ryan Jensen and Armstead. Okay. Yeah. To no. Me, I'm like. Yeah. Give me. I, I mean, I love Jensen and I love Armstead. They're great. But if you can get two tackles and a right and a, 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 a excuse me, two guards and a right tackle, mm-hmm. and you have Trey Hopkins and Jonah Williams, I might be more inclined to take that. Yeah. No. Obviously, you, within the offensive line, you can't put all of the all of the eggs into one basket. I'm with you on that. But I'm just tired of getting beat out by a price and eventually, but that's the thing we haven't. eventually I mean, we're going to have to we but the thing is really we really haven't gotten beat out the last couple yes we didn't spend money the last on, couple of years that's on, different right and that's that's what we're talking right. about i'm not talking about past 90s so we're, we're done with all that stuff i'm talking about the, the past couple of years here we haven't gotten beat out. the past couple we, of years here. we didn't spend money for for zeitler which i agree with they should have i think they screwed up they mm-hmm. should have gave zeitler the money you yeah. know and he could have been our guard last year i don't think they're going to do that this year so that's where I'm like, you know, the, the that's the narrative of where, you know, people say we got beat out and they haven't spent the money. That's bull crap. They have yep. spent the money and they, mm-hmm. they, but they spent it smartly. Like, okay, let's look at last year. They, they let um, the cornerback, uh, Bob, Bob, what's his name? He went to Washington. William Jackson, the third. William, they let William G- Jackson, the third lead. WJ3. They got Cheetah Bay, Wouzier, and uh, Mike Hilton, and, and uh, Eli Apple mm-hmm. for right around the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I, I'll take them over that. To yep. me, it's like that's kind of where I think they're at with the offensive line, too. Yes, I would love to get Jensen. I think Jensen is is the perfect guy for what Frank Pollock wants. I think he's a glass eater. I think he's a, a big uh voice in the room, a leader. You know, I think he's everything they want. Right. But if you get him and it cost us another guard where we're potentially gonna have two of them, I don't know. Um, that's mm-hmm. where I'm kind of like, I I I you, you I, I can't wait to see what happens, but I, I can see the Bengals leaning more toward that to try to fix it because it's more the one position, like you said, of this offense line that needs to be fixed. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And obvious, and you know, obviously, we're going to have to do both a free agency, and we're going to have to do both in the draft. Now, Jeff, you had the uh, great fortune in order to go to the combine in Indianapolis, so you went on Sunday. I just want to ask you, what what are your notes from? The combine. What are your takeaways when it comes to the Bengals or when it comes to the NFL in general? Um, well, this is a Bearcat take. Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant made themselves some money. Oh yeah, <laughs> they made yeah. themselves some money. Yeah. Oh, we'll get um, into that later. I I think 
Sauce Garner has moved himself up to the number one cornerback spot being drafted. I, I do. So. Yes. He 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 ran a four four something flat, crushed it. He crushed every drill. Kobe Bryant crushed every drill. Kobe Bryant might have moved himself up to a a late first round pick, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. And, right. But as far as the whole well, that late first pick, round pick could keep him in Cincinnati. Yes, it could. Yes, it could. Now the whole experience of the combine. If you guys ever have a chance to go there and you like the combine, if you don't like mm-hmm. sitting there watching guys do football drills, you don't like it that much. But it was awesome. It wasn't bad. It was ten dollars to park. The tickets were free. You got the gum in, and we sat at the uh, 50-yard line and over. Uh, I saw Katie Blackburn, Troy Blackburn over there. I tried to yell at him a couple times. They didn't come over and say hi to me, but I was a little hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse They're me, working, gotta, Jeff. They're working. I know. You got The cool thing is you got an earbud that was free again oh, that cool. had the uh, radio broadcast, or not the radio, but the TV broadcast of the NFL Network that they were broadcasting. So you could listen oh, okay. to them talking while the, the action was going on in the field. So that was really cool. They had stuff in between the commercials, you know, guys were on the field talking mm-hmm. or, and, and stuff like that. Now, the concession stands were still the same price. I paid $8 for one beer, and that was the only beer I bought. <laughs> $8? That's a steal compared to PBS. Are you kidding me? $8? Still didn't want to spend $8. Anyway, <laughs> um, but like I said the overall – Event was awesome. I mean, it was okay. really, really a, a, a well, I, and that's where I think the NFL does a great, a better job than anybody else does. They make it, these things events. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it like the draft. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's literally us sitting there watching a guy take a card and walk up and read it. That's what the whole freaking draft is, and we all love it. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL does a great job of promoting this stuff. This was literally guys in shorts and t- actually biker shorts. And t-shirts mm-hmm. running around doing football drills. That's all it was. But it was mm-hmm. so cool. And they just right, did a great yeah. Yeah, right. And I'm sure it was great as a as a not only a a I guess we can call ourselves football analysts, I guess. I guess we can call yeah. ourselves that. So but like but like analyzing, okay, I wonder where this guy can go. And as a Bearcats fan, and by the way, what watching Sauce run the 40. And then Bearcat fans standing up and cheering was something that just not just made my heart like explode. It was just like, oh my gosh! Like, yeah. not only are we not only are we showing up at Notre Dame, we're going to the combine to go cheer on our players. I mean, who, I mean, not many other teams have that. Not any other schools have that. So if you're a recruit uh, listening to this podcast, uh, say you're gonna you're gonna have UC fans cheering for you. Your entire career, but absolutely, unless unless you get drafted by the Squirrels and the Rappers, and that's going to be right. Then that's going to be a different story. <laughs> but uh, I'm but, still uh, waiting on that to happen. By the way, <laughs> but it's another guy who made, made himself some money, I think I, it wasn't there the night I was there. Was Alec Pierce? Oh yeah, oh my goodness, Alec Pierce had himself a great combine, ran himself a great forty. Uh, a lot of NFL guys are are realizing not only how good he is when the ball is in the air, but how, how good he is when the ball isn't in the air, how fast he is and how, how good he is on those break routes. And, you know, Mike Denbrock was able to use that to his advantage. But, uh, you know, again, Alec Pierce, Alec Pierce is going to be, a, I, I believe, a second or third round steal that, that is going to oh, yeah. play some significant minutes next year. He, he had a 40 and a half inch vert. Yeah. Right. I mean, 40 and a half. That's yeah. Let's get it done. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and that's uh, anybody outside of the UC realm. I mean, because obviously we saw we saw that Alec Pierce was that red zone thread that he he was able to go up and go get that ball. 
Yeah, but anyway, I want I want to I want to bounce back to the Bengals. Is there anybody yeah. that you kind of saw out during the combine, or or maybe not even while you're there, just maybe like browsing on Twitter, looking at some numbers that you're like, you know what, that might be a really good pickup for the Bengals. Well, everybody, I thought would be a great pickup for the Bengals. I do my mock drafts that I would like to get them. They're not mm-hmm. there, right? <laughs> but right. Jordan yeah. Davis, Jordan mm-hmm. Davis, and and Wyatt from Georgia. They mm-hmm. are unbelievable. Jordan Davis, 341 pounds, ran up. I don't even know, remember what it was, but it was one of the fastest 40s for a, a man his size. It, it was yeah. ridiculous. Wyatt made him himself some money. Those two guys I would love to get. I, like I said, as good as they did in the combine, they're not project. They went from being projected for the Bengals that we could possibly get them to now that they might be going higher in the draft. Yeah. So those are two guys I would love to get. Now, it's like I said, my draft, I want to go uh, draft heavy in defense because I want to fix the offensive line. But those are two yeah. guys that. That stood out for me. Now, one that that I thought was kind of shocking was um, um, if I can remember his name now, the defense end from uh, Oregon, Kayvon Thibodeau. Thank you. Now he, for some reason, and I think this is a red flag, red decided flag. to not participate in most of the drills or all the drills or or or, or any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, to me. Yeah, you have to take these with a grain of salt. But to me, this shows your compete level. This shows what you're willing to do. And if you're like, eh, I'm good. You know, it's like, I don't know. That to me, that just, I I mean, I'd still, I think he'd still be get drafted high and everything. But I I just don't know. That's just something that's a red flag for me that I'm kind of like, you know, you you have to have the compete in everything you do in this. You're You're going to get a job in the freaking national. Football league, in other words, known as not for long league. If you don't compete for your job every single freaking year, and for him to not want to compete, to just I don't know, hey, just prove I'm the best guy here. I should go number one, like Jordan Davis did. I mean, just like he did. What about he Jamar Chase? What about yeah. Jamar Chase not playing? Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. But Jamar Chase not playing an entire year, but still going fifth overall and still becoming the, one of the best rookie wide receivers of all time. Yeah, and but he, they didn't and have he, a combine. And they, he didn't they, and he didn't compete. And that yeah, that's not even that's yeah, that's because but to me, that's two completely, totally different things. You're comparing a pandemic to <laughs> to a guy who decided he just didn't want to play anymore. That, that, but no, no, I'm not. That's no, not the same thing. That, that's no, what, Jamar Chase didn't play his Jamar Chase didn't play a senior because he got he got COVID. After that, that's that's the reason he stopped playing. Well, he could have, but I'm I'm saying you can make the same you can make the same argument in terms of no, you really you really can't, Josh. It's yes, you does. can. No, you can't. why why can't why can't I? Why? Because you're comparing a pandemic to a guy who decided to quit the, and not the play. The season still happened, and he chose not to play. It was a national pandemic. There were lots of the, people who didn't do it. Still play. They still played. The Bengals still right, had a season. The Bearcats still had a season. Right, but there was lots of players who did not participate in their in that year because of the pandemic. This guy decided not to participate because he didn't want to, not because a pandemic was going on and he didn't want to take a chance of getting sick or spreading it to his family or any of this other stuff that could have happened. He just didn't want to play. So this, uh, sorry, Josh has absolutely no, I don't, no, know about to do that. I don't think it's going to come. I don't think Jamar chase made it. I don't think Jamar chase made a decision based on if he was going to get sick or not. I think they made he a decision. Did get sick. Based, he he got COVID. That's the dude, reason he stopped. Playing. Yeah, I did too. And it was gone in two weeks. You think Jamar chase is going to have a better chance of, of, of beating it. I did. And yeah, he did. And then eventually he could come back and he didn't. And 
you know, right. again, it goes back to a competitive ad. I'm just saying you can Josh, make that off. You are you you can't. You're <laughs> yes, I can. Well, you yes, can, can, but you're wrong. Yes, I, mean, I can. You're, you're, you're comparing, yes, I can. You're comparing your guy saying, quitting. So I'm gonna the, go to K the, so let's go to Kayvon Thibodeau. To a national pandemic. It's so not let's the go same to, thing. So let's go to Kayvon Thibodeau. You gotta stop saying that the national pandemic, the reason that's that the Chase, reason he did. No, Jamar Chase <laughs> did is. not cut. No, he did not that's come the, back. That's the reason. But they no, sold him he play. did not. Jeff, listen to yes. me. God dang it. He did not come back because he was afraid of getting sick again. Jamar Chase did not come back yes, because he, he didn't want to get injured again. Kayvon Thibodeau could make, the same, could make the same argument because you okay. want to know why? Let's go back to another guy who did injure himself in the, in the, dra- er, in the combine. Let's go back to John Freakin Ross who tore his ACL when he was running the 40. So you can make an argument that hey, Kayvon Thibodeau may awesome. have been feeling yeah. banged. May have been feeling banged. Yeah, and he sucks. Yeah, and he sucks. So what is your yeah, point? Yeah, but he was still – yeah, but we all agree. Jeff, we all agree that John Ross was a bust beyond bust. That the Bengals could have got him in the third, fourth round. That was just by the Bengals' front office being incompetent. But I'm saying is that Kayvon Thibodeau, what if he does go on an edge drill and he does blow out a knee? If he blows out his knee, he's comp- – he, he's not going to get picked up, or maybe that injury is going to linger like it did for John Ross. So I'm saying that this new this new age of thinking of you know I've already shown my shown myself I've shown that I'm the most dominant DN in, in the uh in college football and I think that's what Kayvon Thibodeau thinks and I think Hutchinson. it's just like Hutchinson's probably as, as as dominant as he is so he's oh, not very dominant oh, oh, he's probably no. gonna go number one over, over I know he is but he got dominated then, when he finally go. played an offensive line and it came on Thibodeau didn't get dominated whatsoever his entire year. In his entire time at Oregon. Okay. All right. I'm not going to keep arguing with him, but all right. That's fine. If you, you, you think that, that's cool. All right. Let's go to Crypt Keeper here. Do you guys <laughs> think Do you guys think the Bengals games will be primetime games this year? I think it will be a waste of money for me to get the Sunday ticket this year. What do you think living in Myrtle Beach? Well, I honestly don't really know what the exact uh, parameter or not parameters, but the exact restrictions are in Myrtle Beach in terms of the Bengals games. Uh, I mean, the Sunday ticket, I, I personally, I, I, I use it I because I watch every single game and I try to. Uh, so I, I love it. There's going to be a lot more primetime games this year, obviously, than there were in years prior. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at our opponents right now. I can see the Steelers being a primetime game. I see the Ravens being a primetime game. Kansas City Chiefs could, could be a primetime game. Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots. I mean, I mean, there's, there's a lot of I mean, Dallas Cowboys, you can even throw them in there, too. I mean, there's going to be a lot of. Uh, chances for the Bengals to be playing in a prime time spot. So I, I would have to take a look at how Myrtle Beach uh, sets up their TV restrictions. Well, I would say this. I mean, I, I would get it because there's what, 17 weeks, 16 mm-hmm. or 17 games. They're not going to be on prime 18, time. Eight, or seven, 18, 18 weeks, 17 eight, games. Yeah. Eight, yeah. So say yeah, 18 weeks, 17 games. There's not, they're not going to be prime time for uh, all 17 games. So if you want to watch all the Bengals games, I would do I, I mean, at the most. Two day hospital. Who they host? What's up, buddy? At the most, I think they'd be at the most four. I mean, really. I mean, they're they're going to give other teams, you know, the prime time. I mean, we didn't get any last year. We got one team. Right. We got one. We got one. So yeah, I think there'd be more. But I, if you want to watch all the games and 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 that's the only way to do it. And if you're in Myrtle Beach, you're probably uh, the Carolina Panthers are probably your quote unquote home team that you would get the you know majority of the games on. So if you want to get them and watch every game, I would do it. Yeah. Actually, that you know, Crypt Keeper brings up a really, really good point. So let, let's take a look at our Bengals opponents this year. So obviously you have the AFC North twice. You have the Falcons, 
the Bills, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Patriots, Saints, Jets, and Bucks, and Tennessee Titans. Nice. That's I mean that's that's a pretty loaded schedule. That's a lo- there's a lot of chances for primetime games. Jeff, out of out of the opponent, oh, I mean I'll, I'll let you get I'll give you a chance to pull up the opponents here so you can see it yourself. Uh, but I'm looking at these games of, of what I want uh, to be the primetime games in terms of just overall entertainment. I mean, Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, that's just going to be a, a lighted up type of show. Uh, I would love to see KC at home in primetime. I'd also love to see at least either Baltimore or Pittsburgh in primetime. Maybe they'll even if the Browns start winning, they'll, they'll put the Browns game at a at primetime spot. I don't see the Buccaneers would be in a primetime. And I would also I could see the Bills being a primetime spot. Yeah, Bills. Yeah, let's see here. I see. Um, Baltimore definitely could be Cleveland. Yeah, that could be because Battle of Ohio. Let's see here. Who else you got? New England. That could, mm. Yeah. What would you uh, want to see? What would you want to see if you had to pick one out of all the opponents to be the primetime game, home or away? Hmm. Home, home. I would have to. I mean, I would have to say either the Chiefs or honestly the Steelers. I I, I would love to play the Steelers. I would. Time, yeah, I would say the time. Chiefs for just because the factor of us beating them last year in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers. I don't know. It depends on what the hell they do. I mean, it's the Steelers and. Uh, yeah. To me, my, my opinion, Steelers shouldn't be on primetime that much, but I think they will be because they're the freaking squealers. And right. That's the, so that could be a, a possible one, too. So I don't know. But yeah, I think the Chiefs definitely could be one. You got at least four or five of them that, that could be on there. Yeah, as far right. As the yeah, primetime schedule goes. Sure. Right. Yeah. In terms of home, yeah. In terms of home games, I'm, I'm looking at the Chiefs. I mean, the Bills would be really, really exciting, even though I think it'll be a really low scoring game. In terms of away games, uh, again, I mean, there's a chance any, for any of the AFC North teams to be a primetime game. Patriots, yeah. Patriots again, it's going to depend on how they're doing in the year and when we play them. I think that's going to be a big telltale. The Titans, again, kind of the same deal. Just kind of, yeah, I think a lot, they, a lot of the playoff What are they matchups, doing at that time? Well, I think a lot of playoff matchups could, could be could be primetime. Uh, could, could, uh, could be primetime games. Like the Buffalo game could be a primetime game. Mm-hmm. There are, are multiple ones that could be here, but I, like I said, I don't know. I mean, you got to look at it this way, too. It's the Bengals. I don't know if they've completely, totally bought in on putting us in it's prime true. time. True. Hey, you know, true. I mean, we, we were, I was kind of shocked we only had one last year. We were a young, up, upcoming team. You know, I thought they would want to promote that, and they gave us one. So mm-hmm. maybe they'll give us four this year. Maybe they'll give us two. I, that's mm-hmm. a, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they made a couple mistakes last year, too, because, I mean, the game that we thought was going to get flexed out easily was going to be the Chiefs Bengals. No, game. Yeah, none of them. Ever and, got flexed and it was out. and none of them, and none of them got flexed them out. Did. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked it, by that to be honest. It was too. And I mean, even the AFC North games, I was thinking might get flexed out. None of them got flexed out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, but I mean, you know, if if they get, but guess what? Here's the thing. At the end of the day, you and I both talked about this prior prior to this year. I still remember having this conversation with you. Prior to this year, at the end of the day, I mean, in order to get these primetime games, you got to win. Mm-hmm. And now, but now they, but now they've won, and now they went to a Super Bowl. Now everybody's watching them, and you know, you have the Joe Burrow effect. You're going to see a lot more of it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's 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 a good thing. I mean, I I, I like I said, Joe Burrow has the Joe Burrow effect is real. It affects everything. <laughs> it affects guys right. coming here. It affects uh, the primetime uh, games we're going to have. It affects the fan base. I mean, hell, we we're they had the season almost sold out. So it affects a lot, a lot of stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to find out how many games are actually flexed 
Yep. Which there's a good chance there there will will be some games flexed this year for the Bengals if they are in the playoff run mm-hmm. like they were this past year. Like again, I'm shocked that we didn't have any of them flexed. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. Uh, Haas Haskins, uh, Haas Hoskins has another one. Uh, do they do the New Orleans fans spans dirty and have that game overseas? I know how much Louisiana Bengals fans are looking forward to that. I, I mean, I wouldn't think so. I think the more likely game to get played overseas for the Bengals would be Bengals Bucks. I think that would make the most sense if they're trying to really expand that market. You're talking out. about for next year? Yeah, they're talking about for next year. I know yeah. New Orleans is going to England. Bucks are going to Germany. Well, it'll be hard going to Mexico. In my opinion, it'd be hard to flex them to overseas now because people have already bought tickets. Well, they won't. Well, no, the the yeah. Well, no, the well, the Bengals, the Bucks are going to be the home team either way. So the well, Bengals, the, the you're talking about the Bucks game for this 2022, right? We're talking about the Bucks game for 2022. Yeah. So, I'm already going to named it, and, and I already have they, tickets. Well, they already well they haven't named an opponent yet. There, Jeffrey. For the Bucks, they haven't named an opponent for the Bucks. For okay, I'm, I'm confused. I thought you were the Bengals are playing the Bucks. Then I'm completely the Bengals are playing the Bucks at Tampa Bay as of right now. But Tampa yeah. Bay has a game overseas, and they haven't named ah, an opponent okay. for them yet. That, so okay, there's that's a chance that they get. Yeah, so I would think that's the more likely scenario. I think I think it would be a crime in for them to have the Saints overseas game to be. Uh, or yeah, the Saints overseas game to be with the Bengals because there's just so much LSU connection and yeah. you know it's good. It's gonna be a that's gonna be a game with a lot of good feelings in it. I feel like especially if, especially if we get Taron Armstead, who again played really well for the Saints. It's yeah. just off contract, and now he'll be with back with the Bengals, and it'll be a whole connection. There, can, so there I, could be a lot. Of Bengals, I would hope man. they don't do that. There could be a lot of a lot of who day going on down there instead of who day. Huge, <laughs> huge man. Oh, Bengals love. We love to travel and we love to drink. That's that's our <laughs> biggest things right there. You think the Bengals aren't going to have a big party down in Louisiana, down oh, in Nala? Now we go hang out with Brian Kelly and his family. His family. I haven't even had all my wins yet. <laughs> But anyway, so Jeff, I, I wanted to ask you about something that is going to happen this offseason with the Bengals, but not necessarily on the field. So I, I want to see the Bengals do even more with fan engagement. So it's now it's taking the next step of mm-hmm. embracing who they are. So one of the things that I would love to see, would love to see is have the Bengals kind of mimic the Reds in terms of Reds caravan. Because that's such a huge success. And I would love to see the Bengals have a Bengals caravan and go to places out in West Virginia, go to places out in Pennsylvania, go to Athens, go to farther places in Ohio, go to Kentucky, go to go out to Indiana, you know, really keep expanding that market. That's what I would love to see the Bengals do. What is something that the Bengals that you would love to see the Bengals do in the offseason that's not necessarily on the field or has to do with, you know, actual play i have a bengals fest yeah they're bengals have fest i would love have reds fest down at, well they haven't had red fest in coliseum or the convention in the last two years but <laughs> they have that at the convention for the reds every year i think they should have a bengals fest like i don't know june middle of summer yeah like, i think that, that would be awesome if they do something like that i mean with it being actually in the middle of summer they didn't they didn't have to have it you know at the coliseum or the, i keep saying coliseum at the convention center they could have it down there on a the practice field right you know right yeah there. yeah 
You know, they had their their you know, meet and greets down there and different things for the kids to play and different things for them to do. But yeah, I think that'd be a great, a great thing, a, free, a great fan engagement to do a, bang, a Bengals fest. Absolutely, I, I think that. I mean, I think that's 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 easy. That's almost too easy, almost at this point. Well, they haven't well, done. It. These, well, they haven't done. Well, they haven't hired guys like you and I. I mean, right, you right. know, let's so wait. Matt, let's wait for you, us. You can hire us, Bengals. You know, hey, man, just, hey, I listen. I, I've already done my Bengals street team. I want to move up. I want to move up in the ranks. Yeah, give me the <laughs> give me the next step here. There you go. Which, which again, I am going to once again say, if you are above the age of eighteen and you love to watch the Bengals and don't know how to get into the stadium. One of the best things that the best decisions I've made in the past year is join the Stripe Squad. We're going to have open auditions yet again. It's going to start sometime in August. It's going to it's so fun. I I met some of the greatest people. Uh, I had an absolute blast. I mean, Jeff, obviously, you saw me. I got into every single game. I was able to see pretty much most of every single game. Get to do a couple things here and there. You get to meet a lot of great people. You I get mean, to meet all the rulers of the jungle. You did get to meet all the rulers of the jungle. A lot of, a lot of great. And then you just, you just kind of get involved in the Bengals community, and it keeps going. And exactly. You know, so, so if you're some, and the best part about it, you get paid to do it. I mean, like, there's not. I mean, the money's. I mean, it's not. It's not livable. But, <laughs> not but, but, but you're not falling out. No, no, absolutely not. You're you're heading right home with a with a big rack of thirty uh, uh of natty light. That that's so you're not exactly buying Modelo after that. We, we we know you drink Smirnoff. We already we already had this conversation. We are not getting into this again, Jeff. I'm not getting into this. I had, anyway. So, Jeff, I mean. I, I mean, there's just so much to go over. So I kind of want to bounce around the league just a little bit. And, and we'll talk about how it relates to the Bengals, obviously. Biggest, probably the biggest news today so far, Russell Wilson goes to the uh, Denver Broncos yep. in the AFC West. Does that make him a playoff team? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you got anybody who's got the the quarterback, yeah, it makes you a playoff team. I mean, I, will they go? I don't know. But, I mean, with that defense they have and the weapons they already have, if they can do the if, – if Russell Wilson can do the pinpoint accurate passing that I think this offense in Denver is going to to do, which I'm not saying he can't. You it's just do-do. Do-do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say he, he can't, but I think that's that's going to be a, a bit of a change from the offense he ran in Seattle. I think it's going to be more in the pocket, accurate passing. That, But I think, I think he can do it. And, yes, I, I do think that, yeah, it's totally – instantaneously makes them a, a playoff team. How could it not? Well, I, I mean, you know, because because at the end of the day, it's, it's all about putting it together. I, I mean, right. and, and plus, and you, you look at the, the rest of the AFC West. I mean, Kansas City. Um, no, nah, I didn't say they're going. Well, I said it makes them a contender. No, right, right. No, no. I, I get what yeah. you mean. I get what right. you mean. I'm just talking in general. And, yeah, the, and it's, then it's the, gone and out there. And then, the, and then, and then the Raiders, who, again, with all, all of what happened to the Oak, to the Las Vegas Raiders, everything they still found a way to make the playoffs. Yeah, like that is a that is a league of cannibalization right there. I mean, mm-hmm. it really, really is, and it's just it's so interesting to to watch that. And it's just now we got to think about okay, now we're gonna have to start worrying about the Denver Broncos yet again, and you know <laughs> we're gonna start have to worry about you know our playoff seating against them, even though we don't play them this year. Which thank God we don't go to the AFC West besides the Chiefs. Thank God. I mean, so I mean, it, it's it's going to be it's it's going to be very interesting to see who comes out of there. Yeah, yeah, it will be. I mean, it's going to be that's that's one thing about I think football right now. I think it is the most even 
it's ever been in the entire time it's been around. You know, I, I think there are more teams that have a shot to go to the Super Bowl than ever. You know, mm-hmm. and there are more really good quarterbacks to great quarterbacks in this league than there ever has been at any time. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a gauntlet no matter where you go. There's not really a weak uh, – there are weak teams, but not that many. You know, yeah. you, like back in the day you'd have, you know, four or five teams that these are the upper echelon guys and everybody's kind of blew them. Hell, you got probably 20 teams that have, re- that have a legit shot at making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the AFC is just – my God, it's stacked. It's just – and maybe – and honestly, that's why last year winning the Super Bowl was so important was because now the rest of the league is going to catch up. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we should have seized that opportunity when we should have. Didn't, but we're moving on. We're moving on. It's okay. Yeah. I still can't. They put they, The Bengals just put out like a 30-minute mini-movie of the entire season. I, I don't, dude, I can't watch it. I, I just, just just watch everything till the end. Just, just right. don't watch the end of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think I'll, I'll do exactly that. So, just, Jeff. Just, when the Super Bowl starts, just pause. Just yeah, stop. just pause, just pause it, and just and I'm going to bed. All right. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, Jeff. Uh. Lastly, let's let's head over to the other side of uh, the NFL. Let's go to the NFC. Let's go to the other, probably the second biggest news of the day. Aaron Rodgers, two hundred million four years, two hundred million million dollars, and a franchise tag on Devonte Adams. Okay, listen, I I got to put myself in the shoes of a Packers fan and seeing how the Bengals were, you know, this year and how they've handled their money. Mm-hmm. How are the Packers able to pay anybody? Um, I think they're going to cut a lot of people. <laughs> they are 46 million over the cap. Yeah. As of today. Yeah. 46 to give you an idea. The Bengals were 40 million under the cap and made the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a fan of this. If I'm the green, if I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, I'm not a fan of this. I, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not for two hundred forty million dollars. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I would want to keep Aaron Rodgers. And like Haas oh, says here yeah. in the uh, comments, you know, this Green Bay got any lineman. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, not they anymore. Might cut, they might cut some. Hey, yep. come and, and come to come to the Bengals. You never know. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to have to do some serious restructuring because, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys did that earlier today. They did some restructuring of some contracts, and they were able to keep uh, Amari Cooper uh, under contract, at least for now. They still might trade him. They didn't mm-hmm. have to cut him. And that's, they're going to have to do some restructuring. They're going to have to cut some players. They're going to have to do some some serious finagling. And that's the thing, too, where it's like, okay, he's getting $200 million, which is phenomenal. That's You can get it. Go get your money. Oh, good for, oh, good for but, Aaron. Yeah, without yeah, a question. But what are you left with on your team? You know, where I'm really curious to see what the Green Bay Packers will have, you know, because like you said, it's 200 freaking million dollars. And then Devontae Adams is going to be the highest paid wide receiver. I mean, mm-hmm. you're paying two guys a ton of money. And that's kind of like where I'm at with the Bengals. I don't want to pay necessarily one guy a huge crap load of money on the offensive line, not be able to pay anybody else. That's right. kind of where I'm at. And that's where the Packers are with two guys in the whole damn team. So I'll be really curious to see what they do. Yeah, right. And so now and so now I, I got to ask you, Jeff, if you were a Packers fan, are you a fan of this deal or are you not happy that the Packers got this done? I, I don't you know. You either have – here, I'll, I'll give you a choice. Oh, yeah. You either have to do this this exact deal mm-hmm. or Aaron Rodgers walks. There, There's your two options. 
I mean, the thing is, it, it, it's a quarterback-driven league, so you have to have that quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks ever. So, yes, sure. I'm happy he's staying. Sure. Am I happy he, they're paying him $200 million? No. Am I going to wait and see what the hell they do to hopefully, you know, have a playoff contending team? Yeah, and that's kind of where I think if you're a Packers fan, you, you're happy that he's here, That which means Aaron Rodgers is probably going to retire a Packer. So that's a good thing. You just got to hope that the Packers organization can figure it out, how to fit all this under the salary cap and still have a competitive team and not get Aaron Rodgers killed. So so what's your answer? What, what, what would you rather have? What would I rather have? What would you rather have? You either oh, – but I'll, well, I'll let you – If I'm a Packers fan, I'd rather keep Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'll bottom let line, you – You got to keep Aaron Rodgers. I'll let you have this caveat. If you decide to let him walk – you could have decided this like weeks ago, so that way you could have prepared for it. Right. I mean, b- bottom line, you're me, still you're still doing this deal. Yeah, b- because if you want to win in the NFL, you have to have that elite quarterback. You have to. That's the most yeah. important part yeah. of the team. If you, Absolutely. If you don't, Jordan Love is your your quarterback, and you have yeah. no idea what you have with him. Aaron Rodgers, like I said, yes, I, I would be all for keeping him. Yeah, you have to. Okay. So you would you would do the deal? Okay. And but the next caveat that stops me is Aaron Rodgers' regression. Eventually, he's gonna have to regress. I, yeah. I mean, eventually, I mean, especially this is gonna be. I mean, this isn't his prime. This isn't. It's it's the back half of his career. Well, this is it. You have, you have to look at the, how the contract is structured, which I don't yeah. know. I but mean, I, don't think, I don't think two hundred yeah, million dollars is guaranteed. Yeah, and no, there's very right. little part yeah. of end of a contract that are guaranteed. Mm. So you can always get out of it. I mean, right. it's two hundred million dollars for the next four years or whatever it is. Doesn't mean he's getting all of it unless they guarantee all of it, which that never happens unless you're Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, but it, but but then that that goes back to well, one of the things about that's so great about playing with the Packers, the NFC North is dog right. out my front yard. You know, yeah, it's, exactly. That's it's terrible. They, they Hor- still horrible. God. Yeah, they, they still are are the the, the the king the kings of that division. I mean, until Aaron Rodgers is gone, yeah. So the thing is, you know, you're going to win the division. You know, you're most likely as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy, you're going to you're going to go to the playoffs again. The, the thing is, you have to do something so you can advance in the playoffs. That's more of where they have to be mm-hmm. in the mindset of right. trying to advance and get to the Super Bowl. Because Aaron Rodgers only winning one Super Bowl is ridiculous. He should have won more, more than one by now. So, Jeff, I, I, I got to ask you one more question, then I'll, I'll let you get out of here. I know you're going back-to-back podcast. Speaking of which, Jeff A. Trenopal on Twitter, he just had another podcast, Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice, right before this. So, definitely, when you get done listening here, go back and go to Strawberry Ice and go listen to his podcast. But, Jeff, I, I, I want to hit you with one more question here, hmm? and uh, I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, okay, all right. No, I, no, I got it. We're good. We're, right. good. We're good. Do you think the Packers looked at Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase basically willing that offense um yeah you know no, i'm not saying that they were the only caveats on the right. offense obviously right. but with a bad offensive line they did a lot with less do you think the bay packers saw that and that went into the idea of doing this deal well yeah it, it goes you to the so? fact of you have to have that quarterback and if you have mm-hmm. that elite quarterback and you have an elite wide receiver which they have with both these guys Yes, you you can make you can make a run. You can do these things, and Aaron Rodgers can still move behind the behind the offensive line. Which it's not like Green Bay has a juggernaut offensive line. They don't have a great one themselves. They never have sure. really. Right. So so yes, so and that goes to my point. If you have that 
quarterback. And that's why I got so excited when the Bengals drafted Jackpot Jerry Burrow. You have that quarterback. You had that key piece. You have a chance to win every single year. It's mm-hmm. just the way football is. It's, it, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's the most important position, I think, in all of sports. Uh, that's what I think. And we got our guy in jackpot, Joey Burrow. Jeff A. Chernobyl. Again, at Jeff A. Chernobyl on Twitter. Go to his merchandise. That's Jackpot Joey. Go get yourself some Jackpot Joey swag. I got plenty of it. Jeff's showcasing it now. Got the sweatshirt, the hat, the flag. Comes in all different shapes, sizes, and colors. And so does Jeff. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> my man. I mean, it's just always, it's always such a blast talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem, Josh. Always appreciate it, brother. Who day? Uh, let, let everybody, real quick, oh, let yeah. everybody know where oh, they can pocket. find you. YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. It's on YouTube. Uh, podcast is on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play. Pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Check it out. Sports with Strawberry Ice, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm there. I'm going to be starting a blog here probably the next week or so. So that'll be out as well. So keep an eye out for that. I've done a couple articles on the ice bar if you guys like some different articles check them out it's on facebook.com called the ice bar other than that josh you have a wonderful night thank you so much jeff this has been the back row cincinnati Bengals show all brought to you by fansided.com you can head over there read my blogs you can go listen to my podcast listen to other our, our other writers go listen to our other podcast guys so some great content on there go to Bengals twitter got great Great content over there. You can follow me at Back Row Bengals. Go to my YouTube channel, the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals Show. We are back in full force. I'm going to be back on Thursday. Still working out who I'm going to have on as a guest. I think maybe Case Wells, but we don't know. But we don't know. We don't know. Maybe I was supposed to have her on a little bit earlier. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Jerry, I was supposed to have her on a little bit earlier, but I didn't quite work out. But anyway, but uh, we're going to be coming back, and then hopefully I'm going to be getting something going on the Bearcat side of everything. But appreciate all you. Thank you, comment section, for being very engaging tonight. That was awesome. Uh, Crypt Keeper, Haas, uh, Charles, uh, all you guys. And uh, just, just thank you all so much, and I greatly appreciate it. So bump this up, share it with your friends, and who uh, day? Let's get back to it. It's a new season. Let's uh, let's attack this all season like we did last year. Who day? Have a good one, guys. Peace.